Hey, I'm Ryan Roth. Uh, why did I move? Up? Ryan Andrew Roth. Yeah, which is also my my email. Um, Ryan Andrew Roth. What's that? Middle middle name. Yeah. Well, just because there's several other Ryan Roths out there, there's like a Canadian bicyclist who's like very well known apparently in Canada. What kind of bike? Actually, like I free cycling yeah. or whatever you call it. He's he's he he, he drives fast. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so I moved I, I moved out to LA uh, probably about two years and eight months ago. It was June of 2017. Oh damn! You kept track, kept track. Yeah, man. I moved all the way out here from St. Louis, Missouri. Oh yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the reason I did so was because I'm a music producer and DJ. Um, I have two separate projects. Uh, I have a tech house and bass house project, and uh, I call myself Roy Lacroix, like the uh, the, the drink, drink? Oh, like the drink. Yeah. Roy Lacroix. That's sick. Um, That's and sick, uh, and then I started an '80s synth pop, '80s synth wave project as well, uh, and that's Driver 405. So there's two separate aliases. Uh, that oh, I live under. Driver four of, okay, that's your other one. That's my other one. And so um, huh. I moved out here to A, pursue music, and actually probably most importantly, I got a job. So I moved out here to, yeah. <laughs> for my job. Uh, and uh, I actually, I work at Pioneer DJ. Uh, so that's like we're the globally biggest DJ manufacturer. Um, we manufacture CDJs, Mixers, players, headphones. That's different from Pioneer, just the speaker company. Or they're the same, but it's a different... Like- so, actually, they are the same. Um, <clears throat> so, Pioneer... I'll give you a little, little backstory real mm-hmm. quick. Uh, the SparkNote version. <laughs> Pioneer Electronics um, was actually uh, part of Pioneer DJ. So, there was a home stereo, car stereo, and pro DJ wing. And then what happened was the pro DJ wing uh, started to do very, very well. And so, they sold it off to a private equity firm in Japan uh, called KKR and uh, spun it off with, you know, as its own new company uh, and we're private and um, yeah, and we've been doing, I think that's, that was about four or five years ago. Mm, mm-hmm. shit, man. So now we're separate companies. So now Home Stereo, Car Stereo is completely separate company to Pioneer DJ. Oh, So there's the Pioneer fuck? Electronics is one, Pioneer DJ is another, yeah. Company in general? How the fuck can they use the same logo? Well, not the same logo, but yeah, the same the, lettering. That's and the like, fun part. Yeah. That's the fun part. Uh, that's that's where uh, negotiations and agreements come into play. Really? Yeah. They agreed that they could use all the same shit? Uh, well, there's kind of a lot more logistics around that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But uh, in general, though, we have you know negotiations with Pioneer to, to still you know use their name. and, okay. and stuff Oh, like that. dude, that's, that's the come up right there because they already have the market. Like, oh, yeah, we're Pioneer. DJ. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You know? No, it's, we have we have huge brand equity. I mean, we're the number one brand. Uh, oh shit! Hell yeah, in, in in DJ. What's so, the other What's the other brands? Like well, Sony's or some shit, or like do they? Well, have- we we have we have competitors, but uh, but you know they're they're not worth mentioning. They're- <laughs> All right, I see that. I see that. Shit. We're well, no, but but actually though, um, if if I'm being straight up, the the our competitors are uh, are, are you know companies that make uh, players and controllers like us. I mean, there's like Roland, there's Denon. Uh, you know, there's Newmark, um, yeah. Native Instruments, those 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 kind of companies. You know, yeah. the 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 MI is what we call it, musical instrument uh, mm. uh, companies, and and yeah. So, but essentially, we you know we stay in our own lane. So we like uh, developing technology or like creating technology, essentially, mm-hmm. like from scratch, all the, or like yeah, product development uh, of okay. of you know all sorts of um, uh, new technologies for DJs and for music producers and. Uh, and just creators in general, you know. I mean, I I don't um I don't do the product development side. Uh, I actually work in marketing, um, so I'm a marketing specialist there. Uh, but yeah. on the product development side, I do provide a lot of feedback to them. Uh, you know, almost on on a on a daily basis. Uh, when it comes to like new products or when it comes to um yeah, because you're versed with the equipment. Because yeah. yeah, I've been DJing for about nine years, so I, I know it well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you you do like a lot of the marketing you said? Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. We just had our buddies on last week who are like doing the advertising. Yeah, and, that's and we right. were just talking a lot about like uh, yeah, we were just talking a lot about like the differences because of course I don't know the difference until like they explained it to me. You know, like a fourth grader, and like made a lot of sense. You know, it really did. Yeah, well, there's all these different so, roles yeah, in marketing yeah. and advertising that that you don't really think about. I mean, there's. You know, there's there's digital marketing, but but what is digital marketing? Well, there's a lot of things within that. You know, there's like social media. Um, you know, there's there's uh, paid ads. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, there's there's the whole Google thing. So, you know, you're buying ad space yeah. uh, through Google. You're bidding on keywords uh, through AdWords. I mean, there's there's all sorts of different um, different marketing plays, you know, event marketing. Yeah, do they, uh, you yeah. can do like people just spray paint buildings now. People have, the mine's not buses, but people do that forever. But like literally you can, people do the craziest stuff to market these days, especially in Los Angeles. You don't see the crazy marketing out in other cities. So you come yeah. to Los Angeles, right. you see gnarly well, stuff. Well, there's so many artists out here and you have to stand out, right? And mm. so it's such a big city. But like also I feel like with marketing, uh, something that I really enjoy is like the creative brand partnerships. You know, when you bring two brands together in two entirely different industries, for one common goal, I think that's the coolest thing in the world. I, I was um, I was just uh, kind of talking to my buddy today earlier about um, <clears throat> Roland uh, has a drum machine called the Roland 808, mm. uh, and it's a classic drum machine. You know, lots of uh, people that you probably know have, uh-huh. have used it or grew up on it, mm. um, and now it's very big and very expensive. It's like you know huge, uh-huh. and uh, they did a partnership with. Uh, like I think it was in London. It was like the London subway station, and they literally put an 808 on, you know, art like graphic on mm-hmm. the the subway station. Jesus. Um, uh, subway tram thing. Yeah, just down where all the people just congregate. Yeah, like, for 808 day, so August eighth. Huh. Yeah, and that was like a really cool. I was like, dude, that is that's so smart. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> would you ever? Would you ever get to do something like that? Like be the <laughs> Excuse me. Bless you. Like, be the middleman between connecting to like creative brands, like in that way, or maybe yeah. not even two creative brands. Like, can you like what? Like, well, most recently, uh, something really, really cool that I did was um, uh, we 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 dove into the VR space. Actually, a pioneer. Mm. Um, and so I spearheaded this campaign with. Uh, have you guys heard of the video game Second Life? Yeah. Second yeah. Life. Have you guys ever played it? Mm. No. I'm trying to think. It's I sort of like I've the Sims meets like i don't really know it's it's um basically you have your own avatar and you can go in and like build a house and start a life and a career and stuff right. it's it's, it's kind of weird get but a second chance yeah <laughs> yeah so if you, fa- you fail in your in your day job you can go out and succeed <laughs> fail in your... in that. oh yeah or succeed <laughs> or succeed in your in your in your second life it'd right, be right. so sad you go in there and you just suck at that too yeah and so you're like wow this game sucks, sucks. Exactly. Like, oh damn! Like, Not I can't even. even good enough or you end up life. like in the same like like you end up an accountant, what? and I'm like, I don't want to be an accountant. Yeah. Yeah. How did this, Wait, happen? this happen? Wait a second. How did this happen again? Why did I go to school? I gotta for start this over again? now. I gotta start over now. This is you ridiculous. Get off work just to go back to work in the video game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you hate your job more in the game. You're, you're just sitting there like crunching the... numbers in your in the video game, and this is not even fun. I'm not making real money. Why aren't I playing Call of Duty? Like this is stupid. In the game. <laughs> right, but but so um so anyway so Second Life uh, branched off and they started uh, a company called Sansar S A N S A R really super cool and Sansar has a really big initiative right now which is uh, virtual music festivals so they teamed up with a company called Monster Cat uh, who I connected with uh, first off at like EDC mm-hmm. and um, you know we started a partnership with all three mm-hmm. so Monster Cat created a virtual music festival. So people can put on their Oculus and okay. go into a virtual reality music festival with other people. What? It's crazy. Jesus. And, uh, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so what I saw this going on, I was like, Pioneer has to be involved. Like, mm-hmm. we absolutely have to be involved in this. And so um, I was talking to, uh, to um, Gavin and, and Ben over at MonsterCat, and, and I was like, yo, like, how can, you know, what do we do? Where do we start? And so uh, we kind of came up with an idea, and the idea was... Um, Putting one of our DJ controllers, which was uh, the DDJ 200, actually in the game, but not like regular size. It's like this big usually mm-hmm. in real life. You know, it's about the size of like a I don't know, like a textbook. Mm. Uh, but we made it giant, so like super, super big. I mean, like massive, like probably like ten feet wide in real Shit. life. And so, what you can do is you go up and you press the buttons. Uh, it triggers samples, but then uh, on the left side and on the right side, uh, some of the some of the little pads trigger. Uh, like fire, like so fire shoots up, a uh, shark falls from the sky, oh, you shit. get glow sticks with another pad, another one is like smoke all over the place. And so, I, I mean, Sansar is an amazing development team and I, 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 I got to work with their development team to create uh, a custom pair of headphones uh, for whoever completed this quest, uh, you know, for the DDJ 200. Uh, to win a custom glow in the dark like Tron looking pair of oh, Pioneer shit. DJ headphones. What? So yeah, so so sort of through um, through that we we kind of reached a new market and started to test a new 
new market around uh, uh, virtual reality and, and kind of how is it how is it working Holy and shit. are people actually interested in, in becoming DJs? You know, dude, that's so interesting because I, I definitely see that's where concerts and shits are going. You know, because yeah. they already do that with sporting events where you can be like put on your headset and you can be at the front row of a basketball game. I'm like, yeah. holy shit! Eventually, you can get those heptic feedback suits and you'd be like, you're just crazy. sitting right, you feel people bounce the ball and shit. Like, dude, we're it's gonna we're get only gnarly. in the beginning, man. Like the yeah, we're we're the early adopters right now. The people who have the Oculus Goes and the Oculus Quests, like. You just give it like five years, man, and mm. shit's gonna be bananas. It's well, gonna be out and of control. but I, I was talking uh, to a friend of mine today. We were talking about streaming and everything, and of course we were talking about the the um, like kind of where games are going, and and we got to talking about like the virtual reality, and yeah. I was like, well, games are just getting so stimulating, and I know this isn't talking about games, but just like the VR is just like even the next step more stimulating, yeah. like. Uh, games are getting like harder, mm-hmm. like harder and more complex, and it's just because it's like people need more stimulation. Like you, you can't just make a run and gun game anymore. There mm-hmm. has to be like other elements to it, exactly. right? right? And so it's like, and, and so things. it's like with the I don't know if you've seen how good the VR is when it comes to games, but now yeah. it's getting extremely specific with the movements. Right. Which is like crazy. Like it's amazing the technology, but at the same time, I can't help but be like, I think we need to slow way down because then, like we just talked about, where it's like you have the second life or whatever. Yeah. It's like why put your body at risk in real life, <laughs> like when you could just be living an ulterior life and you mm. don't need like you don't need anything. You just need to be able to like afford it. And it's like yeah, that's a good point. I think that could easily be like a box that gets opened up that just like And can't I be. get I get fucking scared about that. Yeah, I, people, that's exactly what I think what eventually I'm if they keep like, going down that route with VR, eventually they're going to start making it as good or even better than real life. And more and, yeah. yeah, that's exactly you know? what I'm saying. Cuz this is going to start hitting hit, ticking the things in your brain where it's like, "All right, dopamine feedback." You can start feeling certain things. Start being able to fall in love it's like it seems so real, but it basically is real. And then once you get the touch sensors and be able to actually feel and do shit. Yeah. And however they do relationships that. will change because right. you can right. go like facetiming someone would be like okay i'm just gonna facetime i'm on a vr set and my fucking feedback and suit. go on a yeah. date from home exactly. and meet oh, up sure. at like a re- you know it's just like weird it's just it can get yeah. gnarly it can get super yeah. super scary. it's gonna get really yeah it's gonna get really weird i mean like you know uh blade runner ready player one yeah, uh, you know shit. altered yeah. carbon yeah I mean, you, you know black mirror you have all these yeah. all these yeah, uh sci-fi that. Uh, films and, and shows that like are sort dystopian, of predicting the dystopic yeah, future right. of, of America. The extremes right. of how it can all go. But it's a, dude, it's a, it's a real thing, man. Like, you can see, I get scared. You see how people get deep into Instagram and all this other shit? And if they imagine that, if it was like you can get engulfed in it like that. Literally put your whole brain into it and, like, trick it to act like you're in real life. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's scary because people just start giving a fuck it's about crazy. real life. And yeah. actually, Oculus Quest, I don't know if you guys have really explored Oculus Quest no, a lot. No, But uh, Oculus Quest is probably the coolest system out there right now because what they're doing is actually getting rid of the controllers and I think that might be like announced they might be announcing that like probably this week uh, mm. where they're uh, gonna support hand tracking. Oh, oh God. so actually you don't even need the controllers anymore. You just need the fucking headset. You just need the goggles and you can just walk around in your little virtual space and use your hands to pick things up oh, and, mm. and all that. And so like I'm saying like dude Imagine, dude, I think it's going too fast. It's immersive, and there's six degrees of freedom, and it's amazing. And so I'm bullish on it, man. I'm, I'm like, dude, don't stop, full speed ahead. Like, let's see what can happen, you know. But, but also, it is a little scary about like, you know, what if someone did do something that could end up like being really bad but like know. without even really noticing it it's like your intentions are good but it's like long term and i know that's like the skeptic and like yeah that mm. like oh believing in those dystopian shit but it's like video games are already addicting enough mm-hmm. yeah where it's like you add like a physical element to it where like mm-hmm. evan said it's like pulling on like other strings other than yeah. like it becomes like larger than life and then it's sure. like oh i can fucking snowboard in space and like it feels fucking real. Dude, I see it as and, like there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. risk. I see it as yeah, a whole thing with people with Instagrams. Like, all right, a person that has an Instagram profile, you know, how people fake that what type of personality they are on Instagram. Oh yeah, yeah for dude. sure. People can easily just engulf themselves in their sim life or whatever life and be like, I may be lame and ugly and whatever the fuck in but real I'm life God and not work here. myself. Yeah, right. but there I'm fucking Batman. Yeah, like, I'm actually yeah. fighting crime in the fucking world. <laughs> and like world. making a difference, difference. or making, like so they. It's gonna get yeah. bad when you start making money from it. Well, you if know you what? Actually, you guys, you guys 
guys brought up a really good point, especially with Instagram and, and influencers. And it reminded me of uh, there was just a recent very dystopic event, uh, Fire Festival. Oh, yeah, that's oh, it. Yeah. How about Fire Festival? Like that literally is the uh, epitome of what can go wrong oh, uh, with fraudulent Instagram uh, appearances and stuff. And when people start buying into you know BS, yeah, all that shit you like, can easily fake and just make people's shows like I want to be. All, all it is just pulling is that, on though? you like, being the like, FOMO. You yeah, know? what if there was like a, I mean, like what if there's another Fire Fest incident, but it was even like even more serious. You know, like it was kind of a joke, right? The whole Fire yeah, Fest, yeah, yeah. Like, come on, people are spending all this money to go on this island and. And whatever. But you know. talk about scams. That was a hell of a scam. Yeah. That was a hell of a scam. Hey, man, Ja Rule yeah. got out of that shit okay. He ain't getting to quit of none of that shit. Oh, dude, shit. Ja Rule's I mean, in the Bahamas somewhere living life. And oh, he just got out that shit. He made a song about it called Fire. With oh, really? Yeah, because Ja Rule's a troll. He made a song about he it? He made a song about it. Ooh, that's in bad taste. I miss fucking Ja Rule give a shit. <laughs> Wait, is it Ja Rule? Am I thinking wrong? Who's Ja Rule? Is Ja Rule? It's crazy. What's yet? the song he was known for? I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. I didn't watch that documentary or anything. Dude, watch that fucking shit, please. Just, Watch like, both of them, yes. actually. The, which one's better, Netflix or Hulu? I forget you told me which one was They better. came out at, like within a week of each other or something, right? Oh, yeah, because one was by the fucking... Oh, Fuck Jerry, Yeah, the right? Fuck Jerry people. Yeah, yeah. Because the they were like, oh, we didn't do any of that shit. Y'all promoted the fuck out that. And they need to get off their fucking high horse of that shit. But yeah. they were like, I mean... Nah, yeah. nigga, you know when it's going to be fucking some, wh- some whack shit. You don't yeah. go into it like, oh, yeah, totally. It was like, oh, can we see it? Like, oh, it's not ready yet. I was like, yeah. okay. No, yeah. they know what's going on. They put themselves, they're smart. They put themselves in a better light so they ain't got too much hate on them. But yeah. hey, bro. Oh, so you were saying that um, you really like Synthwave. Yeah. And uh, I was saying that I had a lot of opinions on, on Synthwave becoming mainstream. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh okay. And yeah. like, because he was, it saying, is he was saying everything's secular. He was talking about music the other day. It's like everything's secular. It's all going to come back around. Sick, sick, Wait, sick, sick, secular. Wait, secular? Secular. Secular. Cyclical. Cyclical. It's secular. You mean it's the religion? Cyclical. No, it's like suck- circular. We can't, we can't it's talk today. It's spherical. It's no, cyclical. but no, but I think fashion's the same way. Fashion, true. Fashion, hundred yeah, percent. Everything's okay. everything's recycled. Mom you know? jeans, it's like mom jeans. When did mom tops, jeans come back? Crop tops, like, like high waisted shorts, bro. All everything is just recycled. Yeah. everything's recycled, man. Yeah, Bomber when jackets, when like top hats this. Come back. This dude, I no, guarantee true. you. There, and actually, in music, now. there's a rule, and it's sort of like a, I don't know if it's a legitimate thing, but it's like a 30-year rule that it sort of comes back after 30 years. Mm. And so now that we're reaching 2020, you know, that's right about when the 80s are starting to, yeah, you know, hit their 30-year right. anniversary. And so we're kind of starting to see a lot of, like, um, aesthetic, you know, that's sort of, like, reimagined from the 80s. Uh, you know, especially like look look at Blade Runner, like mm. um, yeah. you know, uh, nineteen eighty four Wonder Woman. Nineteen eighty four, yeah. Wanna yeah, know yeah. why? Wanna know why? This is my this is my thought on it. Because all the kids who got raised with their parents being engulfed in all that, when they were kids, like, oh, I'm going to show you this. And their kids like, oh, this is whatever. This is whatever. And then, like, they're getting older and be like, oh, remember my parents used to love this shit. And yeah. that's why they're kind of putting it back out there because that's what older is. Well, that's what, that's literally why I got into 80s music. I mean, my mom, I, dude, I've been listening to it all my life. Like, my mom got me into it when I was uh, five years old, you know, with Erasure, Alphaville, Depeche Mode, yeah. uh, you know, um, Yaz. Yaz was probably uh, upstairs at Eric's. It's probably my favorite album of all time. Maybe even still is. Damn. Um, What's it? Upstairs at Eric's? Yeah. Have by you heard, who? By Yaz. It's a great uh, album. It's the, the producer is a guy named Vince Clark, and uh, he's also in a band called Erasure. He, Vince Clark was the, was the, uh, the guy who helped produce Depeche Mode. Um, basically wrote a lot of uh, stuff for, for them um, early on. Mm. And um, now, I think Martin, now I think Martin Gore does, does that. Uh, but basically, um, Yaz, yeah, the song Situation, I don't know if you guys have, have heard that one, but it's like, okay. So I probably have. Well, that yeah. sounds really familiar. Yeah. Okay. okay. Somebody's heard it. Um, <laughs> that's probably my favorite song of all time. So anyway... Uh, <laughs> As, as kind of 80s culture reemerges, we're starting to see it sprinkled around in TV, mm-hmm. uh, film. Uh, Stranger Things was a huge, yeah, that was a big dude, boost, huge up, boost for it. Boost it. But dude, there's even like alternate, like I can't, I'm, I, I can't even think of the name of the artist, but there's a friend that I know who listens to like this one band and they're modern and they make like music now and it's, uh, it's very like 80s, like mm-hmm. it straight up sounds like 80s music that mm. you would drive at night to like the midnight to, maybe like i don't think so but it's okay. <laughs> that sounds like the type of band who you would listen to and it's like yeah the, like the midnight 
driving soundtrack. The Midnight Marauder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, oh, like, isn't that a Tribe like, Called Quest? Uh, no, no, no. It's a, that was like a radio thing. It's like, welcome to the Midnight Marauder. And they like oh, okay. just play music hella late at night. And it's just that super synth-wavy, just yeah. like. Yeah. But like, I love, I'm like, I mean, I'm not into it the same way you are, but I definitely like love that shit. Like just 80s music is, yeah. so, is so sick. Dude, I knew it was coming back around Greta Van Fleet fucking did their oh, shit yeah. and i was like oh so this is coming back now yeah. like, i knew it was like yeah. that was just, i figured that stuff was gonna start making its trend eventually but goddamn, right. bro. well i know i was just talking to my dad and we were talking about um like he was like oh it's really funny how like the altering your voice like modulating your voice he's like that's such an old thing like like they used to do, yeah they used to do that in, like or maybe not even auto-tune but just like warping your voice oh. for like effect yeah you're thinking like, vocoding or or talk box uh, yeah, yeah but it's right. like ancient shit it's like people have been doing that forever <laughs> oh for sure you know like it was in the, the higher 50s place. or at least that's what he was <laughs> yeah. saying and i was like i don't he's like i i can't think of or at least off the top of my head something that i've heard that was like from the i don't know 50s or 60s as he was claiming that's like warping or sure. altering your well, voice te technology is probably one of the biggest uh, factors for uh, musical trends. Mm. I mean, you know, back in like the 60s and 70s, that's when like synthesizers are starting to become a little more mainstream. Before that, in like the 50s, like the first synthesizer that was made, um, arguably like Bob Moog and uh, and Buchla, uh were two of like the you know West Coast and East Coast like gods of of synthesizers, right? Mm. In America, and and arguably like you know it, they weren't expensive. I mean, sorry, they were expensive back in like the 50s and 60s. They were giant computers. Mm. And now like, you know, as the 70s and 80s went on, you know, analog and then digital synthesizers started to become more mainstream. And, and then uh, uh, the Japanese synthesizers started to come out and people started to, um, you know, sell them for really, really cheap. Like mm. Yamaha DX7 mm -hmm. ended up becoming like one of the biggest, uh, you know, hottest uh, uh, synthesizers in, um, in the, of the 80s. You know, I mean, you've got all of like the big the the greats using that synth mm -hmm. and so so that sort of like sets the tone and sort of like the sound of like a decade in my opinion and so maybe like the reason that vocoders and and talk boxes are coming back is is possibly just because like you know of the it could be because of the 80s coming back but also um i don't know maybe people are just trying to experiment again probably yeah. trying to get funky i think that's what it is it's trying sound, to find new the sound new sound yeah, yeah exactly yeah. i think people need to get the funk back honestly I miss I miss all that shit. That's the groovy shit you want to dance to, you know. I mean, yeah. that's like I mean Bruno Mars arguably does that. True. You true. know, or whatever that what's yeah. that twenty four karat gun? People, like people got fucking like mad at him for culture appropriating, bro. I was like, man, everybody needs to calm down with that. What they call He's, it? Culture appropriating because it's like because huh. he was like doing moves and had the the style of like. 90s like African Americans and people doing oh. that shit and that type of sound and beat yeah, movement yeah. I didn't I was know like, that, that people could be upset about that dude people can get Culture upset about anything bro. if you drink water wrong people will go like yo you're offending me yeah, like fuck that shit <laughs> but I was talking to a friend last night about that, and we were talking about La La Land, mm -hmm. you know, and the movie? She, yeah, and she was, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> I haven't seen it. Oh, oh, but I live right there where it was filmed in Hermosa. Oh, oh, yeah. hell yeah! Oh, yeah. Not on the pier. That was filmed here. I don't live under the pier. Okay, I live under the pier. <laughs> <laughs> now that you're asking, now that you're pressing, <laughs> yeah, come on, guys, like. Lay I knew off you were going to ask. Lay <laughs> off me, Jesus. Um, but we were talking about. She was like, she was mad because. Uh, or not mad, whatever, she was voicing an opinion about how, like, Ryan Gosling was explaining, like, the history of jazz music to a black musician, and she was like, oh, come on, like, what, you're gonna, like, have this white dude try to explain that? And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, but that could also be argued that it's like, that's also... Like you having that thought is also racist because it's like yeah. why can why can't that be a thing? Like that's you assuming that that's how well, it should be. There's this so, some things in that. What year was that supposed to be in? Well, this is like modern times. That was supposed to be modern, modern times? times. Okay, yeah. I can accept. I think it was like in the sixties and fifties like, yeah, and shit. I'm like, okay. You just I think to sum it up, yeah. I think to sum it up, mm -hmm. like the that that whole debate is. Um, uh, if we can all just take the time to understand each other and each other's backgrounds, mm -hmm. then we can be more respectful of that. You know, like, yeah. so, um, you know, if somebody's coming from a place of, of like, uh, uh, you know, like you were saying, like, um, you know, maybe they don't understand somebody's, somebody's culture, then you got to understand, like, why do they feel that way? Oh, oh, I get it. They were raised a specific way, mm -hmm. uh, right. you know, or, oh, I get it. Like, and so I think if everyone just kind of took the time to, well, A, travel more, mm -hmm. get out of their bubble, and mm -hmm. B, learn about people, talk to people. Yeah, well, I think also, I think there is a, a little uh, bit of a concern about, like, being too politically correct. You know, like, oh, I feel like we should be respectful. Dude. We should be respectful of other people's cultures, but I feel like we shouldn't be 
angry at people, you know, like for like, not understanding. I mean, or bending at the will of someone else's like rules that they made up that yeah. they think are like, oh, like you got to say my pronoun correctly. And it's like, that's oh, not mean. my responsibility <laughs> to like <laughs> cater to your rules. No. And it's like, <laughs> and this is like, it's on every fucking conversation and it's like, it gets old. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like, uh, but you should also though you should also be like, hey, I, I understand that you're, uh, you know, identi- you identify as a as a man or identify as a mm-hmm. woman. Tell me a little bit more about what that's like. You know, yeah, like you should right. you should be you should be understanding and respectful, but also like, you know, I don't know, just every, the same. Man, yeah, everyone bro, love everyone. You know, said, that's that's kind of my. I say the second someone does that shit to me, I'm like, all right, what's your name? Like, oh, is it. Amber is like, all right, I'm just not gonna call you. Th- I'm just gonna call you Amber. Oh, dude, there's like, no times that I've what. screwed up before. You know, oh, yeah, I, not I, just six. I, I, I didn't want to get into yeah. it though. So, yeah, I hate how's it going, shit. ma'am? Uh, I'm not a ma'am. I'll be, oh, sorry. Like, yeah, or I'll just be like, oh, sorry, bro, and then like look and be like, oh, that was definitely like clearly a girl. Like that was clear. I've ca- clearly I call girl. girls bro sometimes. Oh, no, though. I do. T- I do too. Yeah. I do too. But like, if you're just like. Or if you're like, oh, sorry, man, or something, and you're yeah. like, oh, shit, that was, de- like, I definitely... Did you assume my like, gender? Well, yeah, it's just like, well, no, that was clearly a woman that See, I accidentally, And that's why, like, that's why people get me on like, me. Yeah. I say you know? yo a lot. I'd be like, yo, my bad, yo. Yeah. There's no gender yeah. in yo. Everybody's a yo. Yeah. You know? My bad, yo. Or, my bad, or, yo. Or, yeah, I've like, called... I'm not a yo, I'm a guy. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> My bad, Even bro. though yo, we learned, <laughs> we actually learned yo is a pronoun. No, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it yo is. Who fucks I. a yo? Huh? No, it's like a. In Spanish. It's not like yo, like no, 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 totally different thing. Like yo is like a type of. The, the, it's a fucking pronoun, the, dude. The, the I fuck, swear to the God. The day someone like, comes up to me with that shit is the day that I'm like, nah, nah fuck bro, this. I look it up. It's like yo is a pronoun, and it's not like yo, like. Yo, what's up? It's like you can say yo's. It's like we are yo's. <laughs> we are the I'm not yo's. joking. I'm, really? I I wish I was joking, bro. I wish I was joking. I learned this very recently and I was like, I, I don't even. Wait, seriously? I even, yeah. I'm, I'm my pronouns it's are like, yo. yo. What? It's like yo's. Dog, I can't with yeah, that, bro. I can't. That's that's too I, much. Is that's this like some much. like Masonic shit or something? I like, have no this... idea, but it's a fucking... It's like in the... 98 pronouns, it's like one of them. See, that's why I'm just not, I'm just be done talking, people. I'm just not gonna say nothing to nobody no more. I'm just be like, why don't you talk to nobody? Because I'm gonna fuck something up. Like, someone's gonna get offended the second I say something. So let's all just make a pact right now just to stop talking to people. Yeah, basically. We'll be much better off. Or just not giving a fuck and just being like, sorry you're offended, you little bitch. Yeah. But Ryan, what's sorry the, I hurt your feelings. What's, what's, what's the world like in produ- going out there being a DJ, DJing shows? Like, is it a tough world? Is it a friendly one? Is it the people like? Is it what type of world is it like? Uh, you hear a lot about hip hop and stuff like that. How it's down and grimy and crazy shit be happening. It's yeah, just, Steve has a. I'm sorry, I just saw. Well, it's tough like and friendly, but but yeah, let's talk about my buttons real quick. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. um, Maybe no, 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 no. Talk about. The I used to have stuff. a lot more buttons, but then I realized that uh, I needed to present myself uh, a little bit less like a like a um. Like a <laughs> Twelve-year-old girl, and so I, I reduced or the like buttons. Or like an eagle scout. Yeah, yeah. Or like an eagle scout. Yeah, yeah, like a, like an eagle scout. Uh, and so, because um, I was going out to like a nicer event or something, mm-hmm. so uh, I reduced them to two. And one of them is from Stranger Things, uh, and it says "Pretty damn good babysitter." Hell and it's yeah. Steve from Stranger Things, and then Hell the other yeah. one is uh, Mr. Miyagi, and it says "Mr. Miyagi approves." Dude, so Mr. Miyagi, Miyagi approves. approves. I like both. Better girls. believe that I approve. That's sick. Those are some dude. solid buttons. That's sick. Yeah, they're good. I had one that said uh, that was like the little frog on a tri- on a unicycle. It said, "Oh shit, what up?" Um, <laughs> and then I had like a bunch. Dude, I have like some like Demogorgon cats that I used oh, to put on nice. my on my jacket. Demogorgon cats. Yeah, like Demogorgon cats. Whatever. I went was to CatCon. Uh, yeah, I went to CatCon. You were joking about buttons. being a a cat. F- cat oh, I wasn't fan. joking. Cat a cat person. CatCon. CatCon. Where they have cat and cat. I met Angela from the office there. Oh, really? Oh, (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, they're legit. Like, they're full on. Like, they got Grumpy Cat. They got all the cats. Really? Uh, Every cat. Do people making money from this, though? Oh, yeah. Lots of money. Oh, sweet Jesus. But sorry. Sorry to to digress. No, that was my fault. You were asking about the music production uh, world. Um, <laughs> yeah, how it is to be a DJ. I'm con- I want to hear about CatCon now. I'm gonna fuck about that last question. So what okay, the fuck is CatCon like? Is it like, do they have kitty litter for humans in that bitch? Do people actually piss outside? Like, do people like, yo, the bathroom's here, and it's just a fucking sand pit? Yeah, have you seen my my bathroom? It's I, I, I ripped the toilet out. It's, it's just a cat box <laughs> now, bro. It's just kitty litter. It's just kitty litter. No, um, CatCon is not uh, what you would think it is. Uh, like you would think it's like a, like a cat <laughs> oh. show or something or like, you know, no, it's literally just like a, I would say in general, mostly a ton of vendors that are selling 
cat, cat and cat merch. accessories. Cat accessories, things that look like cats. Um, you know. Do you um, see people wearing cat collars there? Cat collars? Like they wear collars for cats, but on humans, like, like little, leashes. Like small little girls wearing fucking cat collars. <laughs> I bet you that's a fucking thing, though. No. Man, there's some people that do some weird cosplay shit in the world. I don't though. know. I didn't see that there when I, I was there. But when I went, I you know there's tons of cat T-shirts, all sorts of stuff. Um, but probably the the coolest thing uh, was definitely like the meet and greets. So you can pay a little bit of extra money to meet people or meet the cats that like uh, are, are famous. Just go to an animal Who the shelter? fuck are some famous cats? Well, yeah, well, like influencer cats, you know? Like you, you don't know any of the influencer cats? Grumpy cat? cat? Dude, grumpy yeah, wait, so grumpy cat's a person? Well, it's no, a cat. Not a person. Who the fuck is the yeah, cat that's... <laughs> who do you... Okay. No, it's a guy Immediately... dressed up as a cat. So grumpy cat is an actual dude. It's no, a it's a cat. It's a puppet. It's a no, it's an actual cat, and then it also runs its own marketing campaign. Fuck off. Yeah, right. but it's so very meet, well adapted You meet Grumpy media. Cat, who are you meeting? The dude in the Grumpy Cat suit, or are you meeting no, the puppet? There's no dude in a he Grumpy Cat suit. He said it's cat. a meeting group. I'm just joking He's with you. joking. Oh grumpy Cat God. is an actual cat, and obviously someone owns the cat. Someone owns the cat. Yeah, it's a and real is cat. posting about the cat. Well, Grumpy Cat, okay. I heard, died, unfortunately. Rest in peace. <laughs> oh, when? Shout out Grumpy Cat. Like, in the last year. No, shout out Grumpy Cat. Rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Rest in peace, Grumpy Cat. Yeah. Well, there's another. There's a bunch of famous cats. So Grumpy being one of them, and then the others are like, you've seen. I mean, you've been on Instagram. Like you've seen. You the, know these guys. You've seen the. You've seen the meme of the girl pointing at the yeah, cat. The, the cat, cat like, table. Yeah. Table cat. That cat has like a booth. Bro, the oh, cat is an Instagram, and I'm gonna look it up right now. I'm yeah. gonna tell you, he has a ton of small uh, followers. His name's Smudge. He has a ton of followers. <laughs> His name's Smudge Lord. Guess how many followers he has. Three guess. million. Uh, you guess. 12 million. Okay, well, okay, you guessed a little bit more. It's 1.4 million. Oh, okay. It's still a, a shit ton. Like, I was like, holy fuck. It's still I wasn't a lot sure. for a cat. It was either high so or, here's, you know. here's, here's Off that one smudge. meme. That one yeah. meme got 1.4 million followers. On Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, do you think Petco is like, yo, drop a fucking Instagram fucking like for us. Drop a fucking uh, oh, post dude, and shit. If I were Petco, I would have hit that account up uh, uh, months ago and yeah. said, we would like to pay you $5,000 to do like I don't a know several oh, several social media posts. Oh, you're at a mill? Pet- no, you get more than five k. Yeah, bro. about um, yeah. about like our our new dog food or what? Well, that would yeah. be cat, cat food, yeah. you know, right? Or whatever. Well, cat toys, Fuck, or cat something. toys, something like, like that. a photo shoot. Someone that owns yeah. a goddamn cat is making bank off of just owning that cat. Yeah, sure. but, but like the way but it, they branded that, the cat. Really? <laughs> the branding of the cat. Do you think but there's a bunch up, of just like straight, straight like up. amazing marketers out there just fucking doing that shit? I mean, that guy who's got a 1.4 million I dollars. If, I don't know if there are. I mean, I'm sure there are some people going out and like creating like personalities, but you have to have a lot of money behind you to do that. Mm. Like, I mean, I don't know how, how things go viral is, is just uh, consistent content and uh, and the right, um, you know, the right people pick it up. And Dude, there has to be like... Well, I wonder how it feels to be one of the lords of Instagram. The one that has like ten, like a ten million followers, and be like the second I post this, you're gonna be famous. It's like one of those, it's like the seven lords of Instagram, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. If he posts, he can literally post a picture of my face and say this is Evan Smith. I would get like at least five hundred thousand followers that day. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn you something, Evan. With great power comes great responsibility. Thanks, Uncle Ben. <laughs> so. You know, sure, yeah, you got a lot of power, but you also, you got a hell of a lot of responsibility. And you know what else they say? With great memes comes great responsibility. Yeah, it's true. And memes is power. Memes is power. And that's what what we learned today. (laughs) My God. Memes Memes are power. Memes is power. The fact that memes have the ability to sway political votes still just gets me. I love memes. I love them so much. Especially the cat ones, though. Yeah, it's dangerous. It's a dangerous rabbit hole to go down. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I, share, the I share them. The, I share them the daily. The fact that Jerry can I, I boost do, your yeah. fucking political poll by two percent—that's <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Still, I don't. I don't get. The, I don't really enjoy the political memes too much. I try to stay. Oh uh, yeah, I, I don't even because you're not in the political I'm, world. Yeah, no, if you're in the political world, they probably yeah. love that shit. Music memes though, like music memes are, are pretty yeah. nerdy, but also pretty funny. Like right, ones. and like, but the good ones are like nerdy and like very specific. Yeah, you know because like, sure, but you got also got to the best I'm, memes are the one that everyone can connect to. You know, like one, one of my oh, favorites yeah. is probably like. Uh, is probably like there's there's a guy and a, a husband and a wife like laying down in bed and they're like you know back to back to each other right oh, and, and the like, girl's like yeah. he's probably thinking about other girls and the guy's like man uh, I can't get that snare drum quite right yeah, <laughs> yeah. they had that for every idea like put like fucking specific industry. yeah, yeah they just change it all that's a, thing. amazing thing about memes you can just make it yours 
like yeah. your industry and just fucking just go in on that. There's shit. a really good cat meme right now. Uh, there's an Instagram account called I think like Cabbage Cat, uh, and it's pretty funny. And uh, for some reason, like they're all about like uh, how cats can have a little bit of salami. And so, like, there was this. Have you seen that meme? <laughs> no, oh, no. It's 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 about how. So somebody wrote an article about how cats can technically have a little salami, and it's okay, you know. And so this 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 meme account has just completely been 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 you know kicking a dead horse for like the past month. But all of them are are, are epic and hilarious uh-huh. about how uh you know cats can eat a little bit of salami. And so now it's like this association that like cats and salami, you know, uh, I don't know, or like can like coexist yeah is yeah. that like what it is i mean i don't know this yeah meme, there's but... they, they basically take every meme and like you just gotta follow that account <laughs> it's really funny and just Not flip sponsored. it and turn it to cats can eat a little bit of salami yeah yeah <laughs> Dude, i've I... never fed my cat salami i, I did i did really want to i wanted to hear what the dj life is like yeah um <laughs> I really do. the cat competition, or whatever. The cat competition. Oh, yeah. yeah cat con cat oh cat con that's what that's what got us on the tangent yeah. that's right um yeah, the DJ life is interesting, man. It's very competitive, uh, but it's very rewarding. You know? In what way? What do you think is the most rewarding part? So probably the most rewarding part is when you're able to play your own music out to a crowd of people and uh, they respond well to it. It's probably the best feeling in the world, yeah. man. I mean, to be honest, like when I got into music, when uh, probably like nine or ten years ago and I started making music, I started making like happy hardcore, mm. which was like really like upbeat like european like you know you know really upbeat stuff and uh i was just making it because it made me happy and i wanted to try to make music that made me happy and uh and so um you know i i wasn't really i didn't really know what the whole performing thing was until probably like college when i started djing and opening for artists and stuff um but uh the most rewarding thing man is just like other people you know you're giving other people joy and happiness and you know your passions are now their passions and mm. you know you're the music that you've created uh affected somebody touched somebody's life somehow and that's like that's what i that's what i dig about it man like mm. when people message me and say yo dude uh that new track you just put out is is you know bonkers like thanks uh-huh. for thanks for doing that thanks yeah. for thanks for being that creative often? The messages, no. do they, they don't happen too often? not super often mm. um it does happen though and when it does it's like really really special because i've always wondered that because i know people get People get a Bless what you. you call it, like, like you get tr- they get trolled on all the time when they get messages and shit like that. And just go blow your nose, man. You good? Pod for life. You sick? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't feel sick. I just like. Are you allergic to cats? <laughs> I'm funny enough. I am, but, but I was I'm, raised with. But it's just it seems like you all hear all the time those famous people they always get trolls and all the other shit in their DMs Stalkers? and stuff. Stalkers. They, they just call it like, oh, you're trash. Just haters. Yeah, yeah like just, people like yeah. Hit Drake up. Go like, out your music of their is way. Trash. It's like and all that shit. So you never like you do hear some of the yeah. good stories. People say this has changed my life and whatnot. So do you ever get any of those bad ones either? Like you ever get anything like that? No, people are pretty positive. I mean, if somebody doesn't like my music, they're probably just not gonna reach out to me. I'll see. Like they're that. probably just gonna not like it. Mm-hmm. I mean. I, I, I actually, I have had one guy, and this, well, one hater, the first hater, the first hater of all first time. First hater of all hater. Uh, I remember this distinctly, and, and actually, it was, it was righteously deserved. Uh, huh. <laughs> I had started DJing at a nightclub in my college, University of Missouri, Columbia, uh, and I started playing um, this nightclub called Ten Below, because uh, it, it was 10 feet below a, night, uh, a bar called Harpo's. Mm. And so, uh, Harpo's is a really popular uh, uh, bar in, in Missouri. And so... Uh, I was DJing with my buddy Reese, and uh, we weren't good. This was our first. This was our first club gig, and we were not good. And so, some guy uh, after the set is over, and we were. Pl- I think we were probably playing like Avicii remixes for like an hour, oh, like like not mixing them well. Phrasing was off. Transitions were off. Everything was trash. I mean, this is also probably my sophomore year. Yeah, sophomore year of college before I started like learning actually how to DJ properly, uh-huh. and. Um, some guy comes up to me and he's drunk and he's like, uh, Hey, you guys, I could do what you guys did on windows media player and gives us the finger and walks away. Jesus. And I'm like, Oh no. And so I, I went home and I thought about it for like the next week. And I was like, dude, damn that. that so that's what a hater feels like. Mm. And so, huh. well, I didn't let it get me down though. I could have just been like, all right, I quit, you know? No, but like I, I actually ended up, uh, just, Flipping that and thinking, oh shit, no, I, I gotta practice more. I gotta get better. Like if this guy can do 
what we were doing on Windows Media Player, and mm. I'm on Tractor, you mm. know, at the time. Mm. Uh, I got to... Dude, I gotta get That's better. Game. So I practiced my ass off. Ended up getting into making it into Red Bull three style mm. uh, for my college, one second place, um, and uh, just kind of kept going. What, but, what is Red Bull three style? It's a really big DJ competition. You have to play three different styles of music, mm-hmm. uh, sponsored by Red Bull. And mm-hmm. um, I got asked to do, to to compete uh, in college, but but yeah, and that was that was like junior year of college. But mm-hmm. but yeah, and so then you, you know the haters just kind of. You know, they hate us because they ain't us, in the famous words of uh, James Franco, I think, from the yeah, interview. Yeah, they hate us because they, they hate us. Cause they ain't us. Oh, no, it's yeah. funny because I hear Charlemagne say this, Charlemagne God say shit all the time. It's like, hurt people hurt people. So every time you, yeah, every dude, time you so hear true. like haters, it's like, I wonder what's going through his head that he just so like, is, that's making him want to do that And it's art, bro. Me. It's yeah, art. Unless you're, unless, you're like, unless you're like doing something illegal or like really, really offensive. Dude, if somebody makes a song... Like, let's say somebody makes a pop song that's a little too poppy. Why would anyone be like, I hate that person, you know? Mm-hmm. It's well, like, it's you may like, not like their music, but, but there's no yeah, at least you, At least you affected them more than enough to want to comment. And right. dude, I would rather have someone hate my shit than just like be like, your shit's mediocre. And just like walk away and not say Yeah. It. Yeah, because they and, like, say... And like be unaffected. I'd rather like walk up and be like, oh, what is that? Than yeah. be like, like not even register it. You well, know? that's true. They say that like hate and love uh, are, are, are not really opposites. close. Yeah, it's like it's, you have it's to love care. and indifference are opposites, right, you right. know? And so... Uh, you know, that's that's why, like, I, I haven't really let the haters get to me. I mean, I, I don't really get a lot, though. You know, I don't get a lot of haters. Most mm-hmm. most people are very, like, friendly and nice and uh, supportive of, of my music. And, I mean, I just started releasing music officially in January of 2019, you know? Mm. So, you know, I, I, I've been producing for nine years, but I only started taking it seriously in January. Mm-hmm. And actually, mm. the first track I released under Roy LaCroix, was um, mm. huh. uh, a remix for uh, my buddy uh, Stefan Cia, uh, and uh, it's called uh, uh, Acid Kiss, and uh, it's like a breakbeat, like an 80s breakbeat remix, mm. right? And so, uh, you know, it just got, it actually got a lot of support and love, and it was like great, and kind of that, when you put out a track that gets like really good reception, it you know, you want to keep going, mm. you know, you just want to keep making music, and, and artists need that encouragement, or else, um, dude, like, like you, you, you know, you think that like you see these these artists out there and and you think like oh they're having they're probably having the best time of their life like they're they're famous they're mm-hmm. making music performing for people like deep down inside like you know we have this like sort of uh, insecurity you know or like need for like affirmation yeah need for affirmation for sure yeah. you know like is our music good enough I don't know you know let's see what happens and so for example like you 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 release some songs uh, you know like I just uh, on the driver four or five project I've released a few songs of me singing. Uh, you know, and, and oh, for the yeah. first time ever, and nice, I, I, nice, I've had, dude. I've had some people say like, I listen to this, like, I had a guy message, or I think it was a guy or a girl. They messaged me and they said, dude, I listened to that EP. It was a two song EP. Um, every single day. It's my favorite EP in the whole world. And I'm like, wow, that's sick. Really? Cause it's not my favorite EP, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, but, but thank you. And that means a lot. And, and, and I had, a, um, just a couple days ago, I had a woman reach out to me and say, Hey, uh, can I possibly get a signed uh, photo of you? Um, you know, sent to my house. I, I would love to, to, put, to put it, it on in my, my wall. wallet or in my, <laughs> put it in my wallet. Uh, no, I have like I'm like, dude, that is like the coolest. Like, it's just like dude, the best feeling in the world. So and cool, and, it, and like, yeah, it helps me keep going because if 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 the stupid ideas that are coming out of my brain and the melodies that I'm you know that I'm recording into my phone and jamming mm-hmm. out on my synth and stuff uh, are affecting people's lives, then I wanna I wanna keep doing that and I wanna do that as much as possible and I want to affect more people's lives and maybe like because I think like, one of my songs mirrors like came from a pretty dark place mm-hmm. like I was really sad when I wrote that song and you know maybe it makes somebody feel a little happier or or helps them get through a tough time yeah that's, relate like that yeah. relates to it it's like you ever just hear a song and it's just like wow whatever they're saying is like literally what I'm thinking yeah yeah, yeah. and like you get those and it's like that is when like when people talk about like, oh, this music helped me get through that time. Mm-hmm. It's like it is just as simple as like almost having someone you don't know like have a conversation with yeah. you and like think your way through it. You know, right, like right. the same way you would with a friend except it's just See, this, music. This is why I think yeah, totally. people always wonder why hip hop is the number one music genre in the world or whatever. And I think that's one of the main reasons because they're literally saying it to you. There's no 
trying to feel it out and understand what the sounds are making to make you think that way. Someone's literally saying, hey, I feel this way. Yeah. This is the way I feel and what, and this is what I'm going through and this is how I get it. And you, in your own mind, connect it, like you said, like someone's talking to you. And I think that's why most people love it. Like, you can be a drunk song or a happy song or a sad song, whatever it is. Yeah. It's so honest to people and they like to listen to it so much because the beats are easy to listen to. Sure. It's not complex and they're telling you how to feel. Well, and there's different yeah. vibes for different people. I mean, like, I don't listen to a lot of country music, but I get it and I respect mm. it. It. Like I'm like, you know, oh, I can see where this guy was coming from. Like he was really, really depressed, and he wrote this song. It was cathartic, mm-hmm. got him through a tough time, and That's it's also getting another like three million people through a tough time. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. dope. Uh, I think that like you know, like you said, uh, the song can be either about like uh, you know sadness, happiness, uh, whatever feeling they're going through at the time, but but also like especially with my tech house stuff, like Roy Lacroix, uh, uh, it's honestly really just like good vibes you know like it's mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not like coming from like a more like, like deep or deep like, like crazy, yeah honestly it's kind of just like a good groove and it's something yeah. that i like to dance to and if i like to dance to it maybe you will too mm-hmm. uh, right. and so that's like where the roy Lacroix stuff comes from uh is this sort of just like you know bubbly and charismatic and upbeat and stuff mm-hmm. and well and i think there's just as much value in that as like the deep like stuff if not more yeah. And of course, and it's a case by case basis, you know, like I'm huge into EDM. Like yeah. dude, my, my top artist of 2019 was Avicii. So like that For was sure. funny when For you sure. said that. You just did like a bunch of remixes of Avicii. I'd be like, I would have loved that set. I, I know, literally but, played but, remixes like yeah, back to yeah, back yeah. to back And to like, back you know, I was like, you know, it's, I was like, oh, that's kind of embarrassing. But at the same time, I was like, no, it's just like, it's very telling of just like the type of person I am who's just like, I just love listening to like that upbeat shit. Like you said, like the the stuff I can dance to. Yeah, that's brings like, you joy, man. It takes you yeah, to a different place. Right, takes you to a different place. But I wanted to touch on something you said a second ago where you were like, I um, I didn't enjoy that EP, yet that, that EP changed someone's life or is like their favorite EP. Oh, right? yeah. And it's like... That is such. Well, I enjoyed a, it, but it's not my favorite EP. It's not my right. favorite work that I've done, for example. Right, yeah. and that's such a that's such a interesting thing because it's like you you almost have to take yourself out of the equation mm. and just focus on results. Yeah, and like how you feel doesn't matter because it's hitting someone else, and that's what your job is. That's what that's our job is as like artists is to just like. We are just like story medium exactly. We are just the middleman to like connect you to something that hopefully you can relate to by just like speaking what's on your mind and like, which is also a total dichotomy because it's like you can't care what people think, yet you can only focus on results and not worry about like oh I feel shitty because at the end of the day as long as it's like breaking through to someone else exactly that's, that's like the end I think I think that's a really good point man uh, is that as creators you know whether that's content creators whether that's uh, musicians whether that's like painters artists whatever like at the end of the day like yeah you're making music for yourself but you're also making music for others mm-hmm. and let, I mean if you're not releasing music then then you know it's just a cathartic like uh, hobby at that point. But when you start releasing music to the world, getting it through labels, getting it on blogs, you know you're you're now now you're a platform and people are looking up to you as like you know uh, sort of like uh, for for something you know for 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 joy mm-hmm. to get them through a tough time whatever. But you are making music for other people and and that's, that's yeah really you have to, to understand that i was yeah. uh i watched a buddy of mine today perform and he was playing acoustic guitar this amazing song like he's an amazing uh singer yeah. and he did like a cover yeah and he you know his eyes were closed the entire time and like he was feeling it and like it was it was the audience almost watching him like mm-hmm. experience it rather than them being like a part of it Right. If that makes sense. And like what the what the result was was just like him reading like him conveying it to us rather than him experiencing it himself because then it's like then you're communicating it to the audience and that is like our job is to like communicate it to an audience. And as long as it's getting right. through to an audience, right. you're like doing Well, we're entertainers, you know, like right. we're, we're as as much as you like, you know, you'll you'll see somebody on on a movie, you know, you like you'll see uh like I'll give you an example. So, um, like Gordon Ramsay, right? I, I actually, fortunately, I met him, uh, oh, nice. which was crazy. I was backstage at Omnia for Zed, um, and uh, you know, I, I had a drink, uh, I had like a vodka water or something, and um, I look over to the left. I'm like, 
oh shit, is that Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> and I like look over and I'm like, I walk over to him and I go, hey man, cheers. Like I'm, I'm Ryan, like nice to meet uh-huh. you. And he's like, oh, hey Ryan, I'm Gordon Ramsay. How's it going? <laughs> and uh, he was just like the nicest guy. And um, uh, you know, we would talk for like 15 minutes about just like life and like my job and mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, yo, like I, I didn't tell him this, but I was like, dude, I've always had this image of you in my head as this like angry, mean chef, mm-hmm. you know, but really you're just kind of putting on a, you're putting on entertainment oh, for, oh, for, that's Hollywood. Oh yeah. 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 I hear, Have you not I seen his shows in Britain? Nicest. No. Oh, he's the nicest guy in the world. Oh yeah. He's Super like a nice f- total family yeah. man. Yeah. Like, no, like lo- his shows are literally, he's like coaching people how to actually do it right. And so yeah. yelling. he coaches kids. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. in America, oh, yeah, he's throwing yeah, yeah. fucking pans at people's heads because yeah. Hollywood. No, it sells, you know? man. It sells oh, yeah. for sure. And so, but like that was him. That was his idea. That's every chef. Like Hell's Kitchen yeah. was like, he had that restaurant prior and it was like, that was the thing. The it was like overall? that he, cause he was just such a good like shit talker. Like mm-hmm. he's just great at it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, yeah. And if that personality is your brand yeah then, like then run with it and like yeah i mean people people love it and it's entertainment it's great right. but at the end of the day like you know like kind of tying back to like what what you were saying is um you know like i'll i'll put out a specific type of music and you might have this image of me in your head and then when you meet me in real life you're like oh this guy's actually just like a, a, a regular dude you yeah know? Like, he's yeah. not some dramatic like uh phantom of the opera guy who yeah. likes, to, likes to sing in dark rooms every night mm-hmm. which i do sometimes yeah but, but that's but, like but that's that's cool. That's like that's really cool because then you like keep them guessing. Yeah. You know? I mean, I don't know. I guess that's more like as far as an actor, I think having someone meet me after seeing my shit would be the coolest thing. It's really Especially cool. Especially if it I mean, if it's something that's like, yeah, that's definitely like who he is in real life is like who he's playing on camera, but that's why I like love the character shit where it's like, oh, this person is like not even Oh, like for you sure. have you built up this image just on based on who they well, are. Well, I definitely have I definitely have a different like uh, image for for my '80s project. Like, I mean, I wear like I wear aviators. I have a power glove that has LED <laughs> blue LED lights. Uh, um, <laughs> you know, I, I wear awesome. like I wear like the whole '80s outfit, yeah. and I get up on stage and I you know I have this personality that. It is me, but it's almost like a hopped up on adrenaline and yeah. caffeine version of me, uh, you know, uh, versus me like in the office. I'm just kind of like, hey, what's up? Like, well, let's talk about marketing. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's like a whole other identity <laughs> thing, you know, because it's like when they're like, oh, be yourself. It's like, yeah, but I am and everyone is everything. Yeah, for everyone sure. is everything. Well, you're like, not just one thing. No, at one, it's like all the time, sometimes right? yeah. I wake up and I'm in a terrible fucking mood, and, and I don't want to talk okay. to anyone. And yeah. like, it is okay, you know. And that's, that's why not... I think it's so hard for famous people because they can't have bad, they can't have sad days. If the right. Rock, yeah. if the rock goes outside out. and wants a coffee and he's like, I'm having a bad day. Can't do that because yeah, his image gets fucking tired. Yeah. And I think that's so terrible. They'll be like, Selena Gomez wasn't wearing makeup today when she was walking to the grocery store. And it's like, what? And I think that's how a lot of those people have their fucking breakdowns because they can't be normal yeah. every day. It's like, I just want to sure. just sit in my fucking sweats and go get a fucking coffee and then not deal with your shit today. But they can't. You know, they got they have to be locked inside and deal with the people that they know around. If that's trust their them. brand, right. though. Right. If that's... That's anyone famous, dog. No, no, Louis C.K. That I mean, motherfucker well, cannot go outside okay, right now. Okay, well, he's oh, a bad example. Should, but you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like an angry, like a person who's like branded as like an angry person could no. be like an angry person. No, you can't. I'm you just, know, like comedians point. can be themselves and you could be like, oh, that dude's an True, asshole. But because like, they're medium. That. But I knew that. that that's a different though. Comedians, their medium is kind of like them being themselves. It is sort of their personality, right? Yeah, it's partly their personality. Like Michael Shannon, if he went out, like you'd be like, all right, this dude, like if he was like, an asshole you'd be like well he always plays the villain oh yeah or, but, you know you'd be like oh, i know what you mean you know i guess oh this guy's just kind of like a my dick thing was, like you just maybe he's just was, good at that though you yeah, know right. yeah but my thing was like you can't always expect to be that persona of always acting like that and being like that way like you said people change and you're like you, it might be a dick but he goes outside and like oh i expect you to be a different way it's like oh no that's not me really it's like yeah. this is what i get casted for that's just the comedy i do or is that just what i do you know what i mean like everyone Anyone on TV is entertainer. And when they entertain, they know they're being entertainers and they act differently. I don't care who you are or what you do, you will act differently. You will the because they're, they're the microscope is on you. Yeah, and, and you so can feel it and it's a thing in your brain that's like, all right, I got to be this So way I went I went through this really, I mean, I was talking to you earlier about musical theater, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, you sort of get in this weird tunnel vision when you're on a stage 
in front of a thousand people and you have to recite lines and act a char- as a character, um, you know, that's not you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you probably get this uh, with acting more than anything is that you have to be somebody else. And so like, super weird, man. I mean, like with improv, you know, you're on stage. Dude, there was one time I, I was Willy Wonka, you know, and Willy Wonka mm-hmm. and the Chocolate Factory and uh, something went amiss uh, on stage. I don't remember exactly what it was, but but some somebody didn't come out for their cue or whatever. Uh, and you had to like, pretend like you were Willy Wonka. I mean, when I was out there, I was Willy Wonka. Right. Like, you could talk to me, and I would not break character, right? Yeah. And so, like, it's sort of like that. You know, when you're when you're a DJ and a musician, uh, you know, it, you sort of have to play a part a little bit more, you know, and, and, and a little bit different than, than what you'd see if, if uh, you know, you, you saw me at, at 9 in the morning at a coffee shop. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. I think that goes with anyone, yeah. anybody. Right. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's a little bit of, like acting, too, you know? Yeah, it's also impossible to keep a hundred percent cool like on stage, like with eyes on you, and like yeah. I mean, you know that like the adrenaline is just like it's you can't resist it, like you yeah. cannot resist it, even if you're trying to play someone who's like cold, like fucking ice cold. You still can't just there like is one rid guy. yourself. There is one for... guy who I've noticed that does this uh, really, really well and keeps like the poker face, and it's really weird. Uh, there's an artist named Gasafelstein mm. who I've seen live. And he'll literally walk up with a cigarette. Uh, I saw him at Spring Awakening in Chicago in like 2016, I think. And um, guy walks up with a cigarette in his mouth, gets up onto the decks, starts DJing, says nothing, <laughs> just smoking yeah. a cigarette the whole time. Uh, he finishes his set, the craziest like dirty electro, like like te- dark techno set, uh-huh. uh, just walks away. That's kind of, but that's ice that cold. Like, yeah, I, that's like his thing. Like that's, that, yeah, maybe that is his thing. And also, know? he's probably done it so fucking much. Or he was just, just like, shitting himself. The like, yeah, he like, apparently is socially awkward from what I hear. Yeah. Mm. So that could be part of it. But then, but then he also has another side to him, which he does a live set mm. uh, that now he paints himself chrome and Jesus. gets up on stage and like jams out. Like, yeah. So it's like. He's playing like almost like a different role. Oh now, like, yeah, it's funny because I hear I hear people starting to struggle. Like Meg The Stallion, or I think that's who it is. Lista, or yeah. yeah, she's having trouble with that. Cause she has major social anxiety, so her friends are starting to hate. Her fans are starting to hate her because like, oh, she just doesn't want to meet us afterwards. The show, oh, and shoot. she's very very yeah. awkward on stage. Well, and has shit she like used that. this as a platform to like speak to social anxiety? Because no, she should. I think I I think she's scared of doing it probably all the anxiety is getting to her but i, have, yeah, I don't know much that. about it <laughs> i don't know much about you, it yeah. and stuff like, uh, <laughs> but like it just, it just seems like more and more people are kind of like that and i don't know more people coming out or using it as a as a prop to get people to, or more attention or something you have no idea these days but it just seems like that's more of a thing is that people can't handle it as well as they used i think to though that like look at like billy uh billy eyelash you know mm-hmm. like she's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Billie Eilish. She's a fantastic artist, but she also gets out there and she says, like, um, you know, she does does these interviews where she's like, look, like, you know, girls are growing up and they're depressed and you know they're all worried about their body image and stuff. And I'm just here to tell you, like, you don't need to worry about that shit. And like, you know, my music is for, you know, is for the for the for the common common woman and stuff like that. And she says stuff like that where it's like, dude. Like you should use your your fame and celebrity as a platform to to speak to what really matters. I think I think that's that's what it's for. See, I, you know what I hate about that? Every time an artist does that, that's the only thing that gets me all the time. Is like you're not a common woman, so you can't speak for the common women. You uh, I see especially especially since she's what eighteen, she's not even so. she's not even to live a fourth of her life. I mean, the point is they're gonna listen to her. Like, yeah, but I feel yeah. like I feel yeah, like. It's better. It's better than like the. the I like, like hearing that message. message. I'm not I'm saying not that she should. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not yeah. saying that she shouldn't say that. I'm just saying it, it's just very tough in my eyes to hear that from a person. Was like you don't have to be like that. It's like well, yeah, you can literally dress up as a panda for the next year if you want to, <laughs> and you could still get every all the attention, whatever you want, all these things. And I'm not saying that girls see it like that. Yeah. I'm just saying I feel like, I feel like that's be a way to promote other people that can speak like that on certain things that have. Not saying normal, but for like people that are more in tune with that type of person. Because I, I'm not a girl, but let's just say this: if like someone I do identify with, like if fucking like Charles Gambino was like, "You can be yourself," it was like, eh, because you're the only one that I know that's like me that does that, and there's thousands of us out here struggling. You know mm. what I mean? So it's 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 weird because that's I think that's also another way that the the whole media system works for you. They get one person. It's like, you represent all of them. It's like, but but you can't because you can do other things that we cannot, you know? 
So That's I like true. that they do it. They shouldn't. I, they shouldn't do it from a place of privilege. They should do it from a place of like humility. Then, in that yeah, case. yeah, yeah. In, in essence, honestly, not you can't go on like CNN and say that. And it's like you can't really do that because you reached the pinnacle. It's like yeah. You know, it's tough. But again, I think they should still promote that. I think they should still try their best to help as sure. much as they can. I just, it's just hard for me to just take that with all honesty when I hear that from people at that high of a level. You know, it's very tough. But it's also like, I mean, they aren't necessarily asking for that responsibility. No, they're not. You know, and it's like a lot of people are like, oh, you should be doing this. It's like, bro, I'm just like, Having fun, like yeah. I'm just doing. Like, do you have I, to have a cause? Yeah, you know? it's like, some, do I? Some have people to? are just having fun. Yeah. No, sure. and just it's like, and lives. I feel like a lot of people get like persecuted for that because it's like you have all this power. Like, why aren't you doing yeah. more with it? And it's like, well, it's also my fucking life. Like, and it's like yeah. my business, and like I shouldn't have yeah. to do anything. Like, seriously, if yeah, you do don't you, want do to, do you have you to know? have a cause? If you ever get uber famous, do you like? So, what's your cause? Like, my cause is me having the best life I possibly can. But people are like, oh, but you have a platform. It's like, and. It's like, I get it, you know, you have the ability to, but doesn't mean I have to. It's actually, like, to know. that point, um, some of the people who are the most charitable actually don't even go out and say it. Uh, they don't yeah. make a big deal about it. They just go and give a million dollars to the church and mm-hmm. go home and go to bed. Exactly. You know? It's like, yeah, like, I feel good now. So, so that's a really good point. Like, you don't have to have a cause uh, publicly mm-hmm. to yeah, make yourself no. look good. Mm-hmm. Just be a good person yeah, and show exactly. it through your actions. Go do what you're going to do anyway. Yeah, and just you know? try your best to be nice. But again, that's where Or if gets... you don't want to do that anyway, then then just live your life like you were saying. But that's yeah. where it just gets scary because that's where you, I, you feel all these things feel fake. Like, oh, this person gave a million dollars of this and they talked about it on whatever. It's like, why? Why do you, is that affirmation that you need that? Do you need to tell I think it is. One, I know? think sometimes it is affirmation. Mm-hmm. I mean, it depends. Like, it has to come from a from an honest place, I think. You know, mm-hmm. like if I, if I were to ever like, you know, do a charity or something at some point, like it would be like from an honest... But I get place. it. It feels good though. Like you know, I've never done anything like that. Like you know, how people give to a charity for their birthday on Facebook. Like mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never, I've never done that. I haven't even heard of that. I haven't either. I've, I've thought about doing it, but I don't know. It's, it's rough yeah. though because everyone wants that feeling. Like oh, and I did good. Like, people I mean, appreciate me for yeah, doing it. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. a rough thing to get over. It's like it's, it's, it's hard. Like if you do it enough times, like yeah, I can just do it, whatever. Now, but it's still tough because you want that appreciation. You like the feeling people like you know, oh, you did a good job. Like, they all they like you for. You know, it's hard to break that feeling. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I think it's incredibly important to like to be generous but of course i also think there's like a time and a place for it it's like work Mm. on yourself so that you can do that Mm. right you Mm. know and Mm. it's like right now it's like we almost have to be selfish because we don't have these like commodities around to just what's that yeah we definitely do Definitely have what? Like we don't have, we're not in the place to give. We oh, right, 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 right. Well, we right. don't have, we don't, you know, you may not have the, the financial means, mm-hmm. but, uh, and trust me, I've thought no, about this, yes, but yeah. I think, I think that where you can really, uh, give back to the world and shine is like in like the little tiny little interactions, you know, mm-hmm, like the, the little things, you know, 100%. like, like, um, you know, one of, one of the, one of the coolest experiences I had in the last week, uh, was, uh, there's a homeless man on, uh, you know, in, uh, in, in Hawthorne and I was driving, uh, and I, I woke up just like on the wrong side of the bed. I woke up pissed for whatever reason. I was like, I, I don't, I don't know. I was, mm-hmm. I was upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe I didn't sleep well the night before. Um, a lot of stuff has, a lot of changes have been going on in my life mm-hmm. recently. And so, um, this, this homeless guy, you know, was, was on the side of the road and he was knocking on car windows and, uh, he knocked on mine and, uh, he just started like, he, he, I like rolled down the window. I was like, how can I help you? And, and he just started like telling jokes and riddles and stuff. And I just started like cracking up laughing because I was like, that is some of the like goofiest shit that I've heard anyone like say, you know, mm-hmm. he was like talking about, I think, what did he say? He said, um, he said, Hey man, you should go to this Christmas concert. And I'm like, Oh, Christmas. Con- okay. Interesting. I, you know, I thought maybe you, you were going to, going to ask me for, for, for money. And, and, uh-huh. and he was like, no, you should go to this Christmas concert. Like here, I'm, I'm, I'm handing out flyers, uh, uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's like drinking cognac on top of a mountain. Uh, and he started like, uh, he started like, you know, s- s- just speaking in all these like riddles and jokes and shit. Hmm. And I was like laughing, like, dude, you're a funny guy, man. Like you should, mm-hmm. you should consider stand up comedy. Uh, you're mm-hmm. a funny dude. And, and so then like made my day like so much better. And it was just that little, little interaction. Like that guy, for example, like, you know, to my point, he didn't have, he doesn't have much, much money. Yeah. Right. But, but, uh, but he does have the, the power of human, uh, connection. Right, mm-hmm. and so if you're able to use that, then that's cool. Mm-hmm. Given other ways, yeah. There's other ways. Yeah. There's other ways. You know, like uh, for example, like um, you know, uh, if somebody uh, it's so small, but on the 405, right? If you're driving on the highway and 
someone's trying to get over, just let him over. Mm-hmm. You know, like let him over. <laughs> yeah, no, you do that so too many small. times. So you're going to be stuck but, in that traffic. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Don't do it. Be a little selfish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. always tricky. Not too that's always tricky because threes. Okay, yeah. that's fair. That's a good. That's a good round number. Yeah, yeah. that's so funny because I'm like, you'll you'll be like, oh, get the. F- like I waited in this line, yeah. and now you're trying to get over oh, in this yeah, lane, and I waited here for half oh, for an hour sure. trying to get up. If I see somebody and now this like guy's trying lanes, to, like, and this guy's no. trying to cut in, and I'm like, well, like maybe this person just fucked up because I've been there a yeah. million times where I'm like, oh fuck, I that was the turn, like yeah. that was the line to turn a mile yeah. ahead. I think like that too all the time. Oh yeah, I think that too all the time. But dude, some of the times where like where like somebody lets me over in line, and I'm just like, oh, you're just like. You're the best boy. person you're, in the world. You're yeah, you're my boy good, blue. Dude. Like yeah. I love if you. If I could give you money, I would. <laughs> I would pay you for that. Like yeah, like definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but little, Ryan, little stuff like that, man. I think I think we can start wrapping this one up, though, man. For sure, so for you, sure. Yeah, you, you got anything you want to shout out for us? Anything you want to let people know what you're doing in the future? Yeah, yeah, man. Um, nothing really crazy, but you know, I'll, I'll just say that there's a lot of uh, a lot of music that's in the works. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's listening that that you know follows my tech house project or follows my how can my they follow your tech? Project. How can they follow all that? Yeah, so kind of whatever whatever you're you're vibing on, you can hit me up on Instagram, uh, hit me up on uh, on SoundCloud, hit me up on Spotify. Uh, What's but, the name, man? You gotta tell the people where they can find. So you. all my handles for the tech house project are at. Roy LaCroix music. So that's R O Y L A C R O I X music. And then uh, all the other the other project I have is Driver 405. So that's mm. at D R I V E R 405. Uh, yeah. No space or anything like that. Um, and so, you know, uh, the number four, number zero, number five. Yeah. Roy LaCroix music. Roy LaCroix music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so on. Um, and Driver 405. Driver 405. the tongue, bro. Roy LaCroix. Roy LaCroix. Roy LaCroix. That is a hard it, fucking it, name. It bro. rhymes. Yeah, it rhymes. Uh, and, and honestly, if you say it too fast, it's a little bit of a tongue twister, which I think Roy is LaCroix. funny. It's funny to, to me because I didn't think about it, but when I see people trying to say my name sometimes, they're like, oh, yeah, are you still doing the whole Roy LaCroix thing? And I'm like, Roy I'm like yeah. <laughs> it's not how you say it, but yeah. Close enough. And I actually, I work with a French uh, record label, and they'll say, uh, you know, they'll say, uh, Oh yeah, yeah. How's it going, Roy Lacroix? And I'm like, no, that's not no, how you pronounce it either. No, like, yeah. it's from Lacroix, the joke Lacroix. is it's it's from Lacroix. from the water because yeah. I was drinking a lot of it when I uh, made the name, and uh, I don't drink it so much. Isn't that also how you pronounce? Um, yeah, it's Lacroix. Lacroix. Uh, Lacroix. No, it's, no, it's Lacroix. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm thinking about changing my name to Ray Perrier. Ray, or Ray Perrier, <laughs> uh, like the other water, uh, or Johnny Dasani. You know, like who? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> just, dude, just go all. Just get Johnny Tsunami and just start just playing something. Bert's Johnny Bert. Tsunami. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Bert's. Yeah, yeah. So, so, um, just you know, new new music's new music's on the horizon. I'm, I've I've got a lot of unreleased stuff. Uh, I'm working on, uh, you know, I I don't know. I'm working on a lot of. Uh, I'm working on a large body of work Hell for yeah, my dude. '80s project. Let's just put Hell it that yeah. way. I'm very excited about it. Dude, and then awesome. I'm working on a small body of work for my tech house project. There um, is, man. So there's uh, those are the two big big things coming up, and a lot lots of visual stuff going on too. So dude, fuck yeah, yeah. man. That's Shut awesome, up. dude. That's awesome, Ryan. Shit, well, thanks so much for jumping on, man. Yeah, for sure, man. Thank you. It was fun. It was fun. We had some good good uh, stimulating conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To put it one way. And you lose me, so you're always gonna be welcome. I would love to. <laughs> yeah. I would definitely love to. And maybe, yeah, definitely when I have a when I have a new release or something, that'd be oh, yeah, that'd be great. Sure. Something, something that. Shit.